This is Story Quest. Today's story is... Tea Kettle the Dragon. Tea Kettle was a dragon with a difference. He was a small grey dragon with just the slightest hint of blue when the sun shone on his little scales. Dragons, as you know, blow fire from their snouts. The colour of the fire depends on the dragon's scales. So, red dragons blow red fire, which is the fiercest fire of them all. These fellows are grumpy souls, and you would be well advised to steer clear of the red dragons. Green dragons blow green fire. These are more thoughtful, bookish types, fond of quiet contemplation and long naps. You'd still be wise to steer clear of green dragons, because, well, they are still dragons after all, and would consider you to be a most delicious snack. Grey dragons are usually very special because they can blow fire of any colour they like. Well, usually. The colour will depend on their mood, or other things such as what they've had for tea. But here's the thing about our hero Tea Kettle, he could not blow fire out of his snout. Not in red, or green, or blue. No flames of yellow, or pink, or any colour at all. When he tried, and how he tried, the most that would come out of his little grey snout, which has a touch of blue when the sun shone, was steam. Great mists of steam, still hot enough to wilt a fern, but steam and not fire. <laughs> you are little more use than a tea kettle, the other dragons had laughed, and in time this became his name. Now our story begins in the forest on a cool spring morning. Tea Kettle, as usual, was on his own, scratching around for morsels and trying to enjoy the breeze rippling over his back. The other grey dragons had flown to the next village with plans to terrorise some peaceful folk, but as usual, Tea Kettle was not invited. There's no point in you coming. We want to burn the village down, not steam it clear. (laughs) Old grey Grabulus had said unkindly, The other grey dragons laughed as their wings folded, and with a whoop and a whap, they lifted into the air and up away. Tea Kettle was feeling rather more useless than usual, and in a mope, ruminated on his lot. What was the point of being a dragon? What could he do? Before he'd noticed it, he'd wandered into the Everglades, which was the forest province of the green dragons. Although this was a trifle alarming, Tea Kettle felt he should probably be safe. It was a peaceful place because green dragons, generally speaking, didn't see the point in singeing and burning things. They preferred to bury their snouts in a book, and books and flames don't really mix. A booming voice made him jump. Did you know that the cardinal bird voluntarily covers itself in ants and nobody knows the reason why? Looking up, he could see a large female green perched amongst some stout branches, a large tome balanced on her stomach. Tea Kettle gave the question some thought. After all, it was polite to answer a question when you were asked. Well, old Grey Grabulus says it's nice to have a hobby. Maybe they just enjoy doing it. Old Grey? Is he the big fat one? I thought I saw him lumbering in flight this morning. The green dragon sniggered just a little, and puffs of smoke rose through the treetops. Probably, said Tea Kettle. They're terrorising peaceable folk again. I'm not invited because I can't blow fire from my snout, you see. Not even plain yellow fire? Not even a spark. 
Gracious me, how extraordinary. Terrible, I know, Tea Kettle said. No, I mean it's wonderful. Don't you see, small grey, that you're off the hook, as they say. You've the perfect excuse not to do any ghastly running around and flapping off on exhausting village raids and so forth. But I do quite like running around, Tea Kettle replied. Do you? I find it much nicer to relax with a book. Books? I've never read a book, said Tea Kettle. And again, gracious, well, we must change that. Look in the roots of this tree. I have a small collection of interesting reading matter tucked in there. You may borrow what you like, and that's not an offer I would normally make, but as you can't set them on fire, I expect they'll be sufficiently safe in your care. Oh, thank you, Tea Kettle said. Intrigued, he peered into the roots and picked a selection. Tucking them carefully into his jaws, he bowed to the green dragon and flew back to his hide. Although he had never in his life been taught to read, he found it perfectly easy, and in no time was devouring a rather good story about a mountain ghost. He was so absorbed in the book that he didn't even hear the others come back. Only the sound of a squabble roused him from the spooky tale. Well, if you hadn't made us crash land into the village pond, we might not have looked like a bunch of drowned ducks. You were in charge of navigation. You must have had your map upside down. It sounded like old Grey Grabulus and his brother Griswold. The twilight splashed bright with flumes and sparks as Grabulus and Griswold, who had clearly dried out, began to settle their argument with fire. Even proper dragons could get on the wrong side of Old Grey, it seemed. Tea Kettle snuggled down, safe in his hide, and reached for another book, happy to leave them to it. After all, books and fire really don't mix. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. All right, um, it's got some amazingly pink and white flowers. The leaves look quite kind of like, um, kind of furry, you know what I mean? It's a warm spring day in late March, and ever since the leaves have started to come out, Roby Joe has been wondering why some trees lose their leaves and some don't, and also, like, how the trees know when it's time to shed their leaves. To find out, join us on the conversations Curious Kids wherever you get your podcasts.